0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for being here, and thanks for tuning in to Help Me Podcast. Today, I want to talk about an event that I went to earlier this week in New York City, and it was the Audio Intelligence Summit that was presented by Veritonic. And basically, this was kind of a half-day summit where... We all met at this uh, really nice place in uh, New York City, and they had different people from the industry talk about podcasting and audio and how to monetize podcasts and just kind of what the industry looks like as a whole. There's a lot of data presented and a lot of stats and figures and stuff like that. They also had some networking, which was great. Got to meet some really cool people in the industry, and uh, they had some pretty big names as far as representation there. There was people speaking from Spotify, from iHeartMedia, Wondery, Veritonic, and then there was people that represented the advertising side of podcasting, as in people who advertise on podcasts or advertise with audio as a medium. There's people from PepsiCo, there's people from Sports Clips Morning Brew, and, and one of the big ones that I always hear on podcasting, Athletic Greens so overall it was a you know a pretty good experience and uh, i'm definitely glad that i went and i kind of just wanted to share some of the takeaways and some of the things that i learned from the event so here are some of the the key takeaways that that you know i just thought were pretty interesting in no particular order or anything like that i kind of just referencing the notes that i took from the event and uh, nothing is again nothing's really in like a specific order it was just kind of wanted to have a conversation about what i learned John Gibbs, who is the global director of ad sciences at Spotify, he was talking about podcasting trends. And what he said was that if you look at what's trending on Google, podcasts tends to follow those same trends. And that may or may not be surprising, but but some of the examples that he gave I thought were pretty interesting and you can use to take back to your own show. So, for example, the show The Bachelor, which if you're not familiar with it, it's a reality TV show, super popular. There's podcasts that are out there kind of commenting on that show. And a stat that he presented was that after the season finale of The Bachelor airs, Bachelor themed podcast listenership goes up 50%, which is obviously a, a huge percentage. And another one that he mentioned was the week before Mercury goes into retrograde, astrology-themed podcasts go up 14%. So I thought this was interesting because if you have a podcast that's you know in, in a specific theme like this, or maybe you do have an astrology podcast, I think this might be a good time to kind of strike while the iron's hot, as they say, and maybe produce some more episodes in those seasons that you know listenership is going to go up. So you can kind of give people more of what they want when they want it. So I wonder if there's a way for you to look at your podcast and to see if, if there's any sort of trends or maybe a season or something that, you know, your topic of your podcast becomes more popular. And then maybe you can kind of, you know, use that to your advantage and pump out some more episodes during that time. The next thing that I found interesting was the top three reasons why people listen to podcasts. And this one kind of surprised me a bit. 46% of people listen to podcasts to be entertained. And 37% are listening to discover new things. And the third is to be in the know. So, I thought this was a little bit interesting too because I think maybe the stereotype is that people listen to podcasts to learn something. And, you know, almost half of people are listening simply to be entertained. It also kind of depends on which generation you're in as to why you're tuning into a podcast as well. For Gen Zs, they're looking for companionship, whereas millennials will tune into a podcast to do something productive. As a millennial myself, you know I can definitely relate to that. You know, I find myself listening to podcasts sometimes on a long car ride because, you know, I don't want to listen to music for a big amount of time because I'm not feeling productive and, you know, by listening to a podcast, it kind of helps me feel productive in a way. So, I found that to be very relatable. Next thing I want to talk about is the myth of the podcast industry not growing. There was a lot of data presented to us that showed that the podcast industry is still growing. And not only are more people listening of all different age groups year over year, but people are also listening to podcasts longer each day. The next piece of interesting information that I found is that BIPOC podcast audiences are actually growing at twice the rate of white listeners. And that's definitely good to see. And you know, a section of the podcasting industry that is growing fast. And then one more stat that I found pretty interesting as well was that 70% of podcasts are listened to at home, which to me, it doesn't really reflect the way that I listen to podcasts. I usually only listen to podcasts while I'm driving, but the data says that the overwhelming majority of people are listening to podcasting in their home. And in most cases, this is referring to smart speakers your Alexas and, and other smart devices like that. So it's interesting to think about, you know, where people are listening and maybe that gives you some context about where your listeners are hearing you. So all in all, I mean, I had a really good time at this event and there were some good conversations coming from the perspective of the people who advertise on podcasts and who spend money on podcasts. And, um, you know, companies are definitely recognizing that um, that this is a new medium that is helpful to be advertising on and something that can help their bottom line. And um, I forget which sponsor it was that I was listening to, but the question was was asked like, well, how much money, you know, are you, are you investing into podcasting, you know, of your ad budget? And their answer was about 33%, a third. And they said that they basically have like three different buckets of where they spend their money and audio and podcasting pretty much make up a third of that. So, you know, it just shows that advertisers are certainly seeing the benefit of advertising on a podcast and and the reasons being because of, you know, a lot of the host read ads where it's a very personalized advertisement and it's not just like a commercial that's copy and pasted everywhere. It's you know, Athletic Greens was even saying that they will send their product to podcasters to use and to try out, and to have an experience with before they even talk about an ad deal, because they want the person who is advertising for their product to really love the product. And, you know, just the nature of podcasting, of building trust and relations and, you know, it being a very intimate media you know, advertisers are, are becoming aware of that and, and seeing the potential in it. And someone also said that, um, you know, they look at podcasting as not really just like a media, but more of an influencer where where the hosts are actually looked at as more of like an influencer, like you would see on social media because of the strong following that they have. And, you know, that, again, that's just that's just one of the, the strengths of a podcast and what a podcast does well. One thing that uh, that I did notice, though, as I was uh, as I was getting home and I was taking the train back to New Haven, I was thinking about this one thing, and a lot of the representation there was from the major corporations, you know, Spotify, iHeartMedia. Media, the the advertisers were big ones like PepsiCo and Athletic Greens. So really, the conversation was about the the big guys in the game, the big girls in the game, right? So. I work with a lot more independent podcasters and people who, you know, aren't necessarily going to get that sort of ad look at or, or attention from the ad companies. But it was an interesting perspective because I think it showed me how far apart the two worlds are. And, you know, that being probably representative of many industries, but I think what it did was it one for me, showed me that, you know, the podcast industry is a real industry and, you know. It's, it's a serious media industry, just like TV is or just like radio is. It's an industry to be taken seriously if, you know, if you haven't thought of it in that way before, but also just the disparity of the independent creators versus the creators that are backed by big budgets and, and big companies. So I think there's a lot of work to do as far as bringing this sort of mainstream kind of advertisement down to the little guy because something that I learned at this summit was that, you know, the term small podcast or like, you know, small download numbers completely varies off of your perspective. I mean, there were some people that I was talking to where they considered, you know, 50,000 downloads a month as a small podcast. And then I was talking to somebody from Libsyn with Libsyn's own advertised cast program that they have. And the minimum to join that program and get advertising on your podcast is 10,000 a month. And something like a thousand a month could be a big number to an independent or or a newly started podcast. So the perspective of like what's a small podcast can vary depending on who you're talking to. And I don't necessarily think that you need to be a huge podcast in order to monetize or to get ad spend on your show. I think it's probably more important to have a well-defined niche that you can then show value to somebody who wants to advertise on your show. And I don't know, I'm just thinking about the differences between, you know, the numbers and, and the ad money and that sort of thing. And you can get really wrapped up with, you know, all the all the stuff that's out there. And um, I don't really have a point here. I'm just kind of, <laughs> you know, thinking about the huge disparity and and how we can bring this information to smaller podcasters and how we can help independent podcasters get paid and and you know what are ways that we can start profiting off of our shows that maybe only have you know a thousand views a month or a thousand downloads a month? and I'm certain that there is a way, and I'm certain that you know using some of these principles that are already existing for the big players in the game to work for the smaller independent ones? I'm sure there'll be more about this topic as uh, as it kind of piques my interest and it makes me think about like you know, how can we as independent podcasters start profiting and start getting looks from advertisers and, you know, start being able to, to do more good with our podcasting and to be able to keep going and to be able to, to prosper and to reach all of our podcasting goals. So yeah, I just want to conclude by saying, you know, this was a, it was a great event by Veritonic that they put on. I had a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to going next year. Hopefully this was helpful and gave you a little bit of a summary of, of what I experienced. And I will catch you all next time. Thank you for tuning in. We've reached the end of the episode. And if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks and news so if you like this show you might like this newsletter to sign up just go to the show notes and click the link thanks for listening and happy podcasting